This is Scott Becker with the Becker Private Equity Podcast and Business Podcast. Today's discussion, seven lessons to be learned from Elon Musk. So we'll go through several different parts of this and, and bear with me. If you want to read the news, it's almost as if Elon Musk has replaced former President Trump as the media's favorite target. And, and a lot of this will be prefaced to get into the seven lessons to be learned from Elon Musk. This concept that he's replaced Trump as the biggest target is not an endorsement of Musk or Trump. In fact, if I had my choice for president, I would take Elon Musk over President Trump. In my own view, just to be clear, my view is neither Trump nor Biden should be running in 2024. That's a different subject. If you look at the press today, this AM is a perfect example. As I look at my favorite news sources, literally 30, 35% of the stories are about Musk and have a negative slant to them. And I do have that radar for that. We'll talk about a different radar in a second. Um, I see stories on a cyber truck is overpriced. Advertisers should quit X Twitter, Musk versus labor unions. And Musk says to advertise, advertisers, leave it if you don't like it and more. Literally 30 to 35% of the headlines this morning when I sort of scrolled through Yahoo Finance were about Musk and almost all of them were openly antagonistic or at least aghast at times towards Musk. Now, Musk is a person to give his bona fides for all practical purposes, built the first real mass produced electric car against all odds, built private space flight versus NASA, and built Starlink, each against huge to all odds. That's that. Now, in terms of a different set of bona fides, on the anti-Semitic side, just to give people the preface to this so people don't think that somehow or another I'm anti-Semitic or view it as I'm anti-Jewish or something like that. So let me give you my bona fides very quickly. I'm a strong supporter of Israel and Jewish causes. I don't particularly or really at all find Musk to trigger my own anti-Semitic radar. He really just doesn't. And to give you my bona fides, I grew up in a community, Skokie, with the largest concentration percentage-wise of Holocaust survivors saw the neo-Nazis, what were the Illinois neo-Nazis, march on the day of my bar mitzvah, and had, we saw a cross burned on our lawn when we were kids. Um, and in high school wrestling, more than once was called a kike. So I, I feel like I've got a good space for which to talk about anti-Semitism and have a radar for anti-Semitism. I do tend to be triggered by real anti-Semitism. I view Hamas, Islamic Jihad, uh, as real anti Semites, I don't, in contrast, see anti-Semitism in every corner and every nook and cranny. I, I just don't. By nature, I'm very aware of anti-Semitism, but I'm not easily triggered or that easily tri- triggered. I, I know all this because some of the recent press that's been negative towards Musk is about a tweet that he retweeted where somebody poorly and artfully, stupidly, maybe anti-Semitically said something about he has no sympathy for Jewish people that have been very pro-open borders and are now seeing the downside of open borders and, and the anti-Semitism and the people that come from some of these countries that don't like Jews, you know, and the potential pushback on that. A poorly versed tweet. Uh, Musk, for his own part, probably shouldn't have retweeted it. I, I get that. It was poorly conceived, insensitive, anti-Semitic, and Musk probably shouldn't have retweeted it. Now, got it. I agree it was in bad taste. I got it. He, he beyond apologized, 
I, I don't find him to be an anti-Semite. It, for all I've read about him, all I've followed him over the years, uh, the press is mad that he will mea culpa to the end degree and beg everybody to stand on X. So this is all preface to sort of, you know, avoid myself being targeted as, oh, my God, I must be anti-Semitic because I'm pro-Elon Musk. I can assure you, Jewish and not anti-Semitic, the furthest thing from the truth. So here are the seven lessons on Elon Musk. And I think he's brilliant. I'm a fan. I don't find me anti-Semitic and more. First, go for complete greatness in whatever you do. And I'll come back to the seven point, which is something I don't always have, which is have a vision, a great vision for what you're trying to do. I mean, he goes for complete greatness in everything he does. He also has a magnificent vision, which is my seventh point. Second point that I'll come back to is success at the level he's had, and for many of us, takes crazy drive and perseverance. The third point, which comes sort of out of this latest controversy, is it's okay to not be liked by everyone. I do think for most leaders today, most CEOs today, it is important generally to be liked and respected, but it's not the be all and end all that everybody likes you. Fourth, don't succumb to blackmail or the haters. Uh, I, I love the fact that Elon Musk apologized profusely, that he went to the front lines of Israel to show support, and then he has the wherewithal to also say to advertisers, don't blackmail me and don't cancel me, and if you do, I don't care. But I love the fact that he showed so much support for Israel. Immediately gets on a plane to, to, to Israel, to the front lines, you know, shows off some of the hatred taught in Palestinian schools, in the Gaza schools. I mean, I just, I just I, 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 you know, he's in art full times, but I'm more of a fan or not, uh, than not, and, and don't see me as anti-Semitic. Uh, he said to the advertisers that are aghast, you know, in, in giving in to cancel culture, Go after yourself, leave if you want to leave. And then the media's all gas. They didn't immediately get on their knees and beg the advertisers to say, I, I, I love the not succumbing to blackmail, and I hate the cancel culture and everything that goes with it. Uh, fifth, don't listen to the haters and naysayers. Anybody that's any, had any success in anything ends up dealing with lots of haters and naysayers. If you can avoid it, don't, you know, don't deal with it. Uh, don't deal with the naysayers. Don't listen to them. Sixth, there's a phrase called FU money. Most of us are aware of that phrase. The whole idea was you have a job, you put away some money, that if your boss is ever a horrible person or treats you poorly or whatever it is, they could always say F you and leave. So the, the advice to others is put away enough money, a big enough emergency fund. If you don't like something, you don't have to deal with it. I, I think it's, I mean, obviously, Elon Musk has done it in a crazy degree where he could deal with all this stuff, but the concept of making oneself anti-fragile is important in all aspects. Uh, the last thing we talked about, we touched on it early, is develop a vision of what you want to accomplish for what you want to do. And I think this intentionality is, is so important and, and, and so brilliant. In any event, thank you so much for listening to the Becker Private Equity Podcast. If you like this, text me 773-766-5322. I, I appreciate, your, appreciate your listenership so much. If you're the first person to text, uh, we'll send you a $100 Amazon gift certificate. You can't be someone who's recently collected that gift certificate. Thank you so much for, uh, for joining us. Thank you.